thanks for coming down, uh, Jason and Amon. 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 People get it wrong all the time. No worries. Amon. Easy. Set right. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Um, thanks yeah. for having us. No, no problem at all. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, interesting spot. We were just talking about teams, I suppose, and you're obviously running a team now. How, how big is the team at uh, hey Bianca? So, in terms of uh, kitchen, there's uh, what have we got? Three pizza make? Yeah, seven. Seven in the kitchen. We've got a new person, Cade, who started in our marketing team. Cool. And then Go Dev on. is Jason, and, and then drivers. Thirty drivers. Yeah, about thirty drivers. Yeah, we're out. Nice. Yeah. And they just work just for you guys, the, the drivers, or they they like they have other jobs. Yeah, sure. Sometimes they'll come here at night, make some extra cash. Um, some sure. do other deliveries like for Uber Eats and uh, Uber as well. Cool. So that's obviously um, let's take a step back, I suppose. But um, so Hey Bianca is a, a pizza business. You deliver pizza delivery only. Yeah. So oh, we do pick up now. Yeah. Cool. I think um, it's funny because. <laughs> Some people either think the name is Hey Bianca or Bianca. Yeah. Um, the reason why it's Hey Bianca was when we needed to get a website <laughs> and a handle, it was like, uh, we couldn't get Bianca. Sure. So then we thought, ah, oh, get Bianca. Sure. But get Bianca sounded like you were going to get like a lady delivered. <laughs> um, so like, we're like, oh, what about Hey Bianca? It's like, oh, hey. Um, and so that's the, how the website came about and that's how the... Um, uh, I guess our handle yeah. and also the hashtag because no one was using the hashtag Hey Bianca. Sure. So if oh. anytime someone used that hashtag, it was There's just one girl. She's hijacked it. From, <laughs> from the Philippines. <laughs> She's running with it. From the Philippines. Um, and so, yeah, that's a long winded story of why Hey is in front of Hey Bianca. Do you call it just Bianca? We call it Bianca. Yeah. Um, Other people call it Hey Bianca. Yeah. Other people have said, look, you need to accept it. I uh, like. <laughs> It's, it's oh, yeah. Hey Bianca now. We just haven't, we haven't got a grips around it yet. <laughs> yeah. It's um, interesting how those things morph though. And it's interesting how you sort of get um, cajoled down a pathway because of the, the, you know, the hashtag or the URL. Like finding URLs these days is that's tough. pretty tough. Yeah. None exists anymore. Yeah. We're surprised this one existed. Um, so we're pretty happy about that. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, so we started off as uh, Pizza Napolitana designed for delivery. Nice. Um, and then... We've now sort of become a hybrid. Okay. Uh, only because just people kept asking, um, especially those that live in the city. Yeah, definitely. It's like, man, I ain't paying $5. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I live, I live 300 right. meters up the road. <laughs> yeah, so now we've become sort of pick up. We're redesigning the front. So it would be more like, a, it looks like a piazza. Okay. Um, so it looks really cool. Yeah, Still nice. only like hole in the wall Yeah. Um, uh, concept. Sure. See what happens. See what happens. I don't think we'll ever serve people. Um, not in store. Not in store. That's that's a, h- a hard ball game, I think. Um, yeah, that's just that's just hard. Sure. So I mean, it's nice, it's nice keeping that simple there, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so both of you have sort of entrepreneurial. You've been involved in a bunch of different startups over the last couple of years. Coming into into Bianca, was it was it was the pizza the catalyst, or was the the idea of the delivery? Obviously, it had your other sort of delivery based. Um, product before so what was the sort of catalyst to get into it bianca was a data driven yep cool. um from the start do you want to explain it or do you want me to you can run it <laughs> <laughs> i talk too much <laughs> no he likes this part he likes um, this part so the idea for bianca really came like stemmed from our other company milkman sure 
so milkman we at, like at its height we're doing like um i think in total we did about in our first year we did 1.3 million in sales yeah right um, that's a great we're first doing year thousands and thousands of uh, deliveries a week wow actually no was it a week not at the very start but the first couple months was just silence on our peak <laughs> yeah, on our yeah, peak yeah. yeah sure yeah well actually the same month that uber eats launched was our peak <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a big first year though i mean that's that, yeah that's really good that, it was awesome sale, so especially for something that like we had no idea what we were doing and sort of just fell into stuff um and we and we bootstrapped it so there was just a little bit of money from us at the start yeah. to get started and then we just went out and grinded every day to find more restaurants get more customers sure yeah sure. You know, at the start we used to sit in the park like in the parkland on green hill road at lunchtime waiting for a delivery to come through nothing was coming through. <laughs> yeah I'd finish work go to Chibo on North Adelaide and just wait for orders restaurant started complaining we started making orders ourselves yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh just uh, making fake accounts making orders some accounts so we got lazy sometimes we use the same name um, but uh, it was after after I think a couple of weeks after we changed an ad and then it just went we, crazy. we fixed that yeah we fixed that ad with our with the map yeah, we had a map ad. Have yeah, you okay. ever remember the Milkman map ad? That was sure. just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That ad, it, it turned into a frenzy because people got competitive with, ah, oh, I'm in the area, you're not in the area, so sure. they tag more people in it. Um, and then for us, we were lucky with the Milkman app having over 100 restaurants on that we were able to tag those restaurants in there. Sure. So then that also worked really well. We've tried that with Bianca. It doesn't really work as well. It's, yeah, it's, it's doing a different sort of thing with Bianca now it's sort of like if they don't live in the area they're just swearing at us like it's bullshit <laughs> and you're like I know man I'm sorry I'm the next street over can you just open up the other <laughs> um, but yeah so we noticed the style of pizza that was just selling really well um, we were like three of the really good ones in the city we knew and we noticed that it was actually really hard to deliver sure. um, and it's really hard to um, for everyone only because one, you do need like sort of specialized bags for it. Yep. And two, like we cared about it, but a lot of the like other third party delivery services, they're on bikes. And so when you're on a bike, your shoulders are going up and down when you've got it's a pizza. It's a pizza upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and so one, it loses, like I guess with pizza Napolitano or this style of pizza, it loses its heat really quickly. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, when they say the restaurants will make it, they'll make it put on top of the oven. Sure. And so just like they think the heat from the oven will keep it warm. It keeps Wait the bottom the of the box hot. Yeah. Driver comes in, uh, grabs it. Either he's left his bag in the car, so he's got to drive it, put it in his car. Sure. Then he drives there. Sometimes they don't even put it in the bag. Yeah. It wasn't us, other companies, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, people's usual experiences weren't that great, but they were happy with it because they knew the brand and they were like, oh, look, it still tastes good. I just have to heat it up. Sure. Store our stats. It was outselling normal pizzas, like say like a your Australian, Australian, Australian like yeah, pizza sure. store like 10 to 1 um, so, so it was like just a trend that we saw and we're like ah oh, we could do it better so then we just built everything around it I built a whole business around making these pizzas designed for delivery it's really cool um, yeah and that's when we launched uh, Bianca um, about six months uh, April was when we shut down Milkman and then October we launched. So you see it as kind of the continuation of Milkman, really? Like it, it's, it's yeah, a, sort of like an, an iteration of it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but that, we, but. we simplified the crap out of it because with Milkman, at so the complicated. at the start, we didn't even, we didn't have a routing system. So 
why we were used to wine is that's how we used to handle a Friday night to get through all the orders. Because <laughs> an order would come in and at the start, we used to just send all the orders straight down to restaurants. Restaurants would go, oh yeah, 15 minutes, like, oh crap. We don't have a driver ready for another 45 minutes. Wow. So they were on the phone to a restaurant, hey, sorry, can you delay that for another 30 minutes? Yeah. It was such a terrible, terrible system. Yeah. But we had firsthand experience of how to build a routing system but after yeah, I that. I think that's, I mean, because we obviously develop apps and work with a number of startups and like, People often want to, they want everything first, right? Mm -hmm. So and we talk about lean and, you know, rah, rah, rah. But I think actually doing it lean properly, like it, it gives you that experience and you learn so much going through it and seeing, you know, all those pain points. Well, to and, give you context to that, like Milkman started with a conversation at Copenhagen in Brighton between me, Armin, and our other business partner, Andre. And then two and a half months later, we launched. Yeah, and that's amazing. Yeah, so so like you're a developer just, yourself? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I, I spent two and a half months, I just built the basic stuff. Yeah. Like the forget password screen didn't work. <laughs> and the boys were like, we can't ship this yet. The forget password screen doesn't work. I said, oh, of course we can. We'll just send it. And if someone presses the button, they'll end up contacting us through intercom and then I'll reset the password for them. Sure. <laughs> we never actually made that button work. Yeah. <laughs> for like two and a half years that we're running. What, it was two years? Yeah. 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 Did you get many forget password requests in that time? <laughs> no, not really. Oh, maybe, I think maybe like 20 in total, but it wasn't enough of a pain point to go, yeah, I should go and build that screen now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that's a really good example, I think, of how, how you know, that sort of agile yeah. process works. And it, and it means that, you know, when you do want to pivot to something that, it, you know, you don't have this huge infrastructure that you've invested you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in, um, that you kind of grasp to because you're like, shit, we've... we've you you know. built it, you have to keep it in yeah. there. And that's, yeah, and I think yeah. that's the mentality a lot of people have yeah. sometimes. And that was the other thing for us is like, you know, I came from a background of doing brand loyalty apps to doing payment, um, like payment processing for bar tabs sure and even with that experience with aston club we built a product we tested it and within the first night we worked out like we got it completely wrong yeah, so sure. we rebuilt the whole thing yeah and so the same thing with milkman we moved into delivery like sure we knew how to do apps we knew how to do loyalty and we knew how to do all the the, the technical stuff but when it sure. came to dealing with restaurants and dealing with you know the customers and the actual logistics of it we had no idea so instead it was like well let's just build something as fast as possible I gave it the first version. The designer came back and he had categories in it, but I built it so fast I forgot that the categories <laughs> were in there. So our first version of all of the restaurants was just a long list of all the items sure. yeah. with no segments. So if you wanted to get drinks, just scroll the list alphabetically until yeah. you get to Pepsi. Yeah, and that was the first version. They bugged me for for months. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't until it wasn't was, until we were just about to shut down that we had that. We had that. That, we, that feature was there. We had to install it on everyone's uh, tablet. So we didn't get a chance to, ah, oh, man, it's too much work. What's so the, big, what's the biggest pain point there? Getting, well, it's, it's the chicken and egg thing, right? You gotta get restaurants on board and mm -hmm. you gotta find users. And if there's no restaurants, there's no users and there's no yeah. users, no restaurants. The funniest thing was when we used to get restaurants on board, yeah. like, ah, oh, 20% is way too high. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, maybe we are charging too high. And then I think the kick in the shins would have definitely been restaurants that said 20% was too high and then signing up on Uber at 30, 35%. Yeah. As soon as they came out. Um, yeah, which was hilarious. Did you this, this whole mess with Uber Eats, I'm like, man, it's all right. You guys, this is a problem that you guys created. Like, they're yeah, just trying true. to do a good job. Yeah. And it, it, technically speaking, dollar wise, I think that's how much they need to charge because it's really they expensive yeah. to run. Yeah, we, we weren't charging business. enough. Sure. Yeah, 20% wasn't enough. Um, nowhere near enough I think I mean they're not making much margin on that at all I don't think no, so no did you get out because because it started affecting the bottom line or did you just saw the future and thought no nah, let's let's pivot well th there was a couple of things so like we had expanded to we tried to expand to Sydney okay um so I'm moved to Sydney for three months lived yeah, cool. in 
lived in a house with a bunch of hippies and a bike. Yeah. And that's crazy. Where were you? Uh, in Surrey Hills. It was like 300 bucks a room. Yeah. A week. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And everyone was super hippie. I remember coming downstairs one day, like at three, because I used to wake up really early. Yeah. Um, I'd go, I went to the kitchen, oh, the kitchen lights open, go in, and one of the chicks is just brushing her teeth naked. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With coconut milk. I was like, oh, good things right. about that scene and bad things about that scene. It's like, no, it was coconut oil. I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, hey. I'm like, huh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but they were just super, super heavy. Um, and then when I was in Sydney, I just saw uh, Delivery. Saw Delivery, Fedora. Fedora. Sure. All over the place. They were locking people out. Yeah. By uh, making people sign uh, exclusives. Sure. So Surrey Hills was just locked out and just the amount of bikes you'd just see. Yeah, crazy. It was just this, it was so saturated. And at that stage, Brisbane hadn't launched yet. Okay. You're like, all right, let's just go quickly go to Brisbane. As I arrive into Brisbane, they launch. And then it was just this competition of just signing up restaurants. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, we did better in Brisbane in the first couple of months when we started. Okay. Um, than what we did in Adelaide. Yeah. But I think it was because we knew what we were doing to initially launch. Sure. Um, but then... Like it was, uh, we, we, we still we still were bootstrapped, so you know we didn't have money to give out ten dollar vouchers to everyone to to use the app. Yeah, you know, like we had percentages, and we were you know, hesitant on giving out percentages because that didn't was taken have your out of street team out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was just me. Cards. Yeah, and I was sitting, I was staying at my uh, cousin's uh, flat on their uh, on their couch for like three months. Yeah. Three to four months until we launched, I was like, "Man, this sucks. <laughs> I do not want to be here anymore." <laughs> was, was it a strange, like you know, building you know a million turnover in the first year? That's like you know that, that's success, right? That's like, wow, we've built something really cool here. This is something. Was it you know hard to sort of face that reality? Or you did it was I, when I, it was when we were like the so the way it ended was we ended up selling portions of the company to a third party delivery service okay. at launch year. It yeah. just gave them a step up cool. for when they launched. But the but conversation us. that we had, uh, so it was two against two to try and um, like, keep it yeah, it was just like um, one side was just like, no, let's just keep grinding it out, grinding it, grinding it out. The other side was like, man, we've got to get out. Like there's nothing's going to happen here. Um, we're competing against people with just big, um, like big engineering teams and just sure. like, Big bank accounts. Big, big bank accounts. It's like, how can you compete? And that brand as well. I mean, that, that's yeah. the thing. That brand's hard to... Well, that was for one company. The other yeah. company, they just had big bank accounts. So they didn't really have the brand here. So Deliveroo or... Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So Uber we Eats can't had, say who we sold to. Yeah. Sure. Uber, Uber Eats <laughs> had the advantage of they already had a database of like over 200,000 people to just pump Boom. out to as yeah. soon as they opened up. And then like we took advantage of it when they first launched. We were getting free burgers for a week. Oh, yeah. Right. I was just complaining <laughs> all the time. That's I, but then I was like, oh, actually, are they going to catch on? So just slowly but surely didn't. But yeah, it was, they were just, like when they first launched, they were making so much, like they weren't making as many mistakes, but I think people just knew that if you just complained enough, you just get free food. Yeah. Sure. And complained heaps. And I, think, I think what it came back down to at the end of the day was sure 1.2, 1.7, like hitting the millions in transactional value, what we were putting in our pocket was sure. minimal to that. Yeah. And there was one part, because I, I was the one for the no, let's keep going. Okay. But I was like, let's just grind like we've gotten this far let's just not give up yet yeah um but then over the next month or so we just start watching our our transactions just start dropping sure. like 40 you percent know, of our users just disappeared in a month wow and so all of a sudden you're like oh, hold on like okay maybe we should get rid of this dead horse yeah, yeah. just because look if it came down to like uber were doing just a way better job after sure. delivery than us yeah. um 
they have, I think the advantage they have is that their drivers are driving and doing Uber Eats. Sure. So anytime that they're not doing one or the other, they sort of can do one or the other. Yeah. Our drivers were just doing our deliveries. Sure. And, and they, they operated, I think they were operating from 11 to 11 at night. We were doing a lunch service and then a dinner service. It's just scale middle. at the end of the day, isn't yeah. it? Like, I yeah. mean, it, you know, you obviously sort of showed that, that yeah, the market's there. Mm-hmm. But when you've got someone like that mm. coming in with endless pockets and... Yeah, and they just had a big team. I think they had yeah. like 30 people. And yeah. we had me signing up restaurants. <laughs> I was like, oh, this sucks. And, and you were getting the kick, the kick in the face when you're walking in like, oh, but we're going to go with Uber Eats because they have a name. And, and, and one, like, of the, one of the back to biggest things I said to people, I was like, guys, look, if you don't go with me, that's all right. But be super careful if only going with one because what you'll do is you'll create like, it's sort of like fool's gold. Yeah, sure. You're going to create this monster and then they can start charging anything. Yeah, 40%, like, 50%. It wasn't well, Uber. There's talk, there was talks of that. Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't Uber Eats. Let's say it's another third party delivery company sure. that we had a conversation with and they increased their rates in Melbourne. I was like, oh, why is that? And he goes, oh, because we can. I was like, hmm, you're a dick. Um, <laughs> like that, that is, the way he'd said it was a way that I was like, man, these guys don't really He's care so about arrogant. the restaurants. Yeah, sure. It's like these, like most restaurants, I mean, they're just mom and pa or small businesses. Um, they're just taking advantage of something that potentially could make money. But in the end, I just don't think, unless you're like high margin, uh, I think it's, it's not a good idea sure not a good idea to go on these third-party delivery services expensive i'm really interested in the shift between delivering someone else's food and delivering your own food like do you guys like food are you big foodies we weren't (laughs) (laughs) we weren't when i first started i had no idea about just the awesome food that sa has yeah um like for me going out was orienta in brighton that was high class Excellent. and then like i just had kfc most yeah. of the time yeah. like well, milkman right. really orienta and kfc are both good though yeah. do we, we'll say that <laughs> my first my goal initially was i wanted fried chicken delivered i wanted i, I wanted kfc delivered when i was hungover yeah and that's where sort of milkman stemmed from we never got kfc um, that sucks, but they are delivering now. Yeah, they are now. But the whole change of delivering our own food yeah. really showed us how bad we were at delivering other people's food. That's okay, interesting. Cool. Yeah. In the sense that how like intense we are. It's like a food sitting there for two minutes. We're like, where's the driver? Yeah, Why we freak out. It's like, oh, dude, like it's been sitting there for five minutes. Where's the driver? You yeah. gotta swap it. Shift to another driver. Yeah. Oh, it's been pushed down to the kitchen way too early. Um, and. Oh, driver's taken way too long. Oh, yeah. you've put two together. It's taken way too long on the second. Like, how... Like, food delivery sounds easy. Yeah. But it's ridiculously hard. Especially... Like, we've simplified it as much as we can, say, compared to... Say, if you had a normal pizza shop. Yeah. Normal pizza shop. Um, phones are ringing. He takes a call when he can. Making pizza as well. So, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Writes down the order. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like 45 minutes. And he'll just say that to everyone. Drivers come in and out. Okay, cool. Where are you going? Oh, yeah, cool. Shifts it to them. And they just, that's that sort of like, uh, the cognitive load on that is just super insane. Yeah. Ours is just super, super simplified. Yeah. Um, the system always, automates, automates 90, 99% of the time. The system does it right with ours and it's not us intervening anymore. Sure. Mm. Um, and that's based off of a bunch of different stuff. So like the timing is based off we know what the average cook time is in the kitchen right now. Yep. So an order won't go down unless you know a driver is going to be close enough. And there's certain circumstances where like a driver may stop for some reason, then that's why it will delay an order. But otherwise, most of the time, a driver will arrive within a minute to two minutes cool. from, mm-hmm. from the pizza being put into a bag. 
Like okay. if we were to do food delivery again, yeah, it'll be oh, so much different. I don't, I, th- I don't think it'll be too hard. If we we're going to do food delivery again, we'd have to be making the food again to be okay. uh, yeah. to make it perfect. Sure. In the sense that third-party delivery services work for curries, mm-hmm. Chinese food, um, Australian sort of style pizzas because yep. they can sort of keep heat. Yeah. Um, but depending on the food, yeah, um, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. And how did you develop your recipe? Um, so we got a. Uh, so we had no idea how to make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we um. Oh, the thing is that we, we're so naive. We kind of just like have an idea. It's like let, let's just figure it out on the way. Sure. We raised money and still had no pizza maker um, and had no <laughs> idea how to get a pizza maker. And so we're probably two months in and we're like, hmm, ah, shit. Okay, cool. Like we thought we'd we, just figure it out. I was going to go to Italy and learn how to make pizza. Yeah, that was the first yeah. point. As you do. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, man, I'm just going on holidays. <laughs> I, think, I think there must be an easier way to find someone here. So we found, um, uh, it turned out we found a pizza consultant from Italy, came in, helped a us. A pizza consultant? Yeah. A pizza consultant. I'd like that job. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're wizards. This guy is such a wizard when it yeah. comes to just, we just said, look, we need these pizzas designed for delivery. Like yeah. They just need to be deliverable. Sure. Um, laid out the plan and then he just adjusted um, parts of the dough. We always knew that we were going to use sort of like a deck oven rather than a wood oven because yep. um, we externally were looking internally thinking, look, this has to be a very, very simple process to have people start. Sure. Um, a wood oven is still very technical, but yep. once you learn it, you're good at it, but sure. it's still very technical. So we just thought, let's simplify it. If there's it's 30 kitchens. with someone on it, yeah. Yeah, if there's 30 kitchens around, um, it just has to be an easy process to sure. learn for someone to jump in. Um, yeah. What was the question again? How do we get the How do we get the recipes? Yeah, the pizza consultant. Like, but yeah, he's a wizard. Like he's such a wizard. So he did the recipe side, and then the next part was looking the at menu. the bags. But the uh, 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 on the menu, the menu again was data driven. We just looked at the top selling pizzas on Milkman. Sure. And yeah, then sure. They just gave us the recipe. Like it was like, oh cool, these are the uh, pizzas that we can sort of use, and then adjust those pizzas a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I'm picturing like a kitchen with like a huge giant ball of dough in the corner, just like growing constantly. I'm, I like food. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely in our fridge. But that's something I have learned: the ambient rise, yeah. the people just leaving it out. Ours yeah. a fridge, so it's forty-eight hour dough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it is in a fridge. Yeah. But that's a bit sad. Yeah. Poor little dough. But see, <laughs> ambient dough is very, very hard to stretch because it's super soft. Yeah. Like, um, I was watching videos on it the other day, and they're just. How they stretch it is there's heaps of flour, but they sort of just throw it in the oven. Yeah. Our sort of slides into the oven, mm-hmm. um, keeps that sort of firmness. Again, just simplifying it as much as we can yeah. for people to learn. Sure. Yeah. And how long have you been doing pickups for? Uh, so we actually, we started pickups through the window around fringe time. So that okay. was another that was another one of our arguments. Well, not arguments, just a debate at the start, which was one of our our main pizza makers like man we're missing out on so much money through this window we should be doing pickup on that nah we started this as delivery only that's all we're going to be yeah, yeah. it goes to show that sometimes you've got to get out of your own way yeah. and just sure. let sort of things yeah. happen so, so fringe was coming and they went okay well let's just let's test it so i had two weeks to build a tablet app for the front to be able to take orders in and put it like plug it into our system sure so fringe we did like a silent launch like one post on facebook saying hey yeah. go take it <laughs> there is, there more, is more, more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then so 
Friends was open. Um, we went cool. We're going to do this as a two week thing. Just try and drum up, yep. drum up attention, see how it goes. I think it was the weekend before that. There was the was a tour down under. There was mm. some bike thing on, it and the, all of a sudden that night we just had so much traffic come past. Like, yeah, what the crap? and we didn't have any system. Like we didn't have a POS in the front, so we we're asking people to download the app, <laughs> pay, <laughs> and then we'll yeah. deliver it to them. Like rejig it on the other side so it wasn't directed to a driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always thought, man, <laughs> let's stop being dummies and just let it happen. You guys said you don't have a front of house still. Do you still do that when people walk by? Do you say no? So now, now on the on the window we have a tablet, which is basically is a point of sale system, um, but it's basic. So I just reused a whole bunch of elements that we had from our iOS app and rebuilt it again, so that the guys at the window can put in the order for a customer. We use a PayPal, like a little ninety nine dollar device that sure. just does PayPal credit cards. Which is annoying when people come with cash because you know we're difficult. <laughs> yeah, so we don't take any cash yeah. just because it simplifies yeah, sure. a sense. Yeah. Well, it kind of sucks because man, like tax this time would be so good. <laughs> yeah, all this cash. But the other is just having cash around. Um, yeah. it's just we're, we're trying yeah. to build ourselves out of the business, and then that means that if we have a whole bunch of cash, someone has to worry about a float. We have to worry about yeah. banking. It's just like we're trying to build something that we can replicate this kitchen, you know, fifty to five hundred times over. And, and that's the plan? Is yeah. that, so scale is the plan? Yeah. yeah. Um, we've got a second kitchen opening up in November. In SA? Um, no. Um, New, New Zealand. Zealand. Cool. In Auckland. Yeah, nice. Oh, wow. um, so that's happening in uh, November. November Why did you guys decide Auckland? Uh, so initially, initially <laughs> it was going to be Melbourne. Um, mainly because we looked back at, you know, where can we set up again where we can get more scale in less amount of time? And Melbourne's denser, so it's easy to go. Mel- and Melbourne has a huge food, food culture. Sure. Mm. So it's easy to go and take this style pizza, which everyone loves already, and yeah. make that deliverable. You've got a whole bunch of high rises, so you set one up right in the middle of the city, yeah. and you know, it just turns into a cash cow. Yeah. Was it Brisbane taught us that lesson of just when, because I was doing most of the deliveries as well as um, like at nighttime, because it was a denser city, yeah, like the amount is. of apartments that you deliver to. Yeah. And just like we we're growing really fast there. Mm. Um, Adelaide's, Adelaide, Adelaide's an interesting place in terms of... It's a good place to test what you have. It is. Yeah, sure, but it's yeah. not a place that you work out your scale at the start. No. You come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what we came back to is like, if we launched another one here, you know, we have a database for Glenelg. So we still have customers from our past company that we can market to in Glenelg. Sure. We know what people bought there. But are we just going to go on the same slow burn of you know, growing? Or could we just go to a new city, put in the same amount of money or less... And get better results and then come back here anyway you know because we want to be worldwide so if we want to be sure. worldwide we need to work out how we're going to grow as fast as we can we debate all the time whether we're going to take investment or not um and then part of it's like well hey we can grow this ourselves so let's just find the points where we can grow fast enough that we don't need to raise money uh and then so melbourne was our first choice but then our main pizza guy we couldn't keep him here anymore um the only way we could have done that is if we put 30 seats in our kitchen and turned it into a restaurant. Okay. And we, went, we don't really want to do that. So this is visa issues because we're classed as fast food, yeah, not a restaurant. So he was leaving. He was really sad. He's like, ah, oh, man, you guys wrecked my life. I've got to work for another <laughs> restaurant and got uh, a sponsored, got sponsored and stayed here. Fuck you. I was going to say, I, 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 know, sorry, I know a really good pizza maker. He's a Sicilian dude, but yeah, he, I knew him from the UK. He, he will not have a visa to come here. So. Oh, <laughs> sucks. Um, but... He um and so New Zealand New Zealand turned into an option um mainly because so our our investor is Armand's uncle who owns a bunch of pubs and bars, bars and, and restaurants hotels and, and cool New Zealand and, and so it's just an easy stepping ladder yeah, in terms sure. of 
uh, we can use his resources to uh, like yeah, leverage. Grow sure. and he, just leverage. He has he has a spare room that we can stick an oven in. Yeah, basically. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, so and yeah. so so in terms of us working out the next part, so you know we started out as we're tech and marketing but we don't know food so we learned the first lesson of how to make food and yeah. make it deliverable and you know, make it so that people love a brand so we've built a brand instead of a tech company or a pizza company sure. um the next part is hey can we replicate this run two places at the same time and still get you know the same result on both sides and keep keep it all consistent all the way through and that's kind of been our thing with the food is make sure that the pizzas are always consistent it's the same you know if doesn't That's matter hard. which pizza maker's on, you should always have the same type of pizza come. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's, a, it's one of those things of, yeah, it just turns out it's a lot harder than I thought. When you've got one person on working all the time, consistency stays, yeah. but when you have someone work one day and then the other day, it's all different. And sure. you're just like, ah. Oh. So it's, like, it's my project at the moment. And that's why I've been reading like E-Myth Revisited and just all these books on systems sure. and just how to develop these systems for um, the kitchen. Because, um, yeah, like when you tell... Like we were asked, oh, I just train people. And it's just a, such a casual thing. It's like, yeah, hey, I just put that much on, that much on. And then <laughs> like, the, it isn't as hardcore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was just been trying to find like McDonald's handbook, sure. um, Chipotle's handbook, just different, like Starbucks handbook I found today. Oh. Just reading through that. Are they hard to find? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Starbucks one's, is, Starbucks one isn't in the sense that if you go to the store, they'll give it to you. Oh, but okay, sure. it's not online for some reason. I just cannot okay. find a copy online or even just someone taking photos of it. Um, yeah, right. Which is a bummer. I know some of them are super hard. I think the Apple one is like really locked down. Like they, like it's like pretty much impossible to find a copy of it. Really? Yeah. Jeez, be really out. good ones. Yeah, yeah. It would be. I've got a friend that works at Apple. So oh, I can steal it. Yeah. <laughs> Get a copy. What, what do you see as the kind of like value prop? Like the uni- what's the uniqueness of, of Bianca? Like, so if we're going to go global, like, what is is it the 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 delivery of Napolitana style pizza because that isn't done well? Is that is that the I think there's a couple of things. One is um, there's a couple of things. Like you look at a global brand, you've got Domino's. Yep. Um, but then for other pizza places, like of course there's like pe- people in that same space, like Eagle Boys, who used to exist, but Pizza Hut. Sure, it's all the same. After kind of that, off. there isn't really much places yeah. at all that is sort of like um, that are accessible. Sure. So in Adelaide, for example, if you want really good pizza, you go to uh, Pizza Tech in McLarenvale. Sure. You go to Tony Tomatoes yeah. um, in North Adelaide, or you go into Antica. Yeah. You have to live close to these places, places to get delivery, or sure. you have to be swinging past. Um, so there's no real accessibility for these sort of style of pizzas uh, for heaps of people. So that's that accessibility. Uh, access. I'm saying it right? Yeah. yeah. Accessibility. 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 Yeah. Nailed it, You're just hearing yourself twice. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it freaked me out. It's like, um, and then the other is uh, this style of pizza delivered. Um, sure. Again, really hard. Um, unless someone does it themselves, I yeah. think even third-party delivery services will struggle. So getting this sort of pizza delivered um, and cheaper. So we're 20% cheaper than all our competitors. Okay. Um, only because we don't have the overheads sure. as they do. Yep. So we've just um, forwarded that on to the savings for the customer. Still a premium product in the delivery space, which I think we want to stay in. We don't want to be competing in the domino space sure. only because... Uh, we man, tried that once. Yeah, you can't. You can't be a cheaper product. No. Um, so we're, I like this sort of playing in this sort of premium game and marketing in this premium game. Sure. Like you see our Instagram, you don't see 
people with Domino's pizza taking photos no. like people are. <laughs> which is crazy. You have a lot of beautiful people. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> my biggest question is why people are taking photos yeah. in um, their bedrooms, yeah. like on, uh, on their bed. Yeah. There was like the one in, in, in lingerie. In the bath. Yeah, there's one in the bath as well. If you go on a hashtag, there's some crazy ones. I noticed, I don't know his name, Kayla Banfield. She's like works up here from the method. Her partner was on the CrossFit dude. I don't know his name. Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's Jack. Yeah, Jack. Man, that was insane. I don't know his name. And the other thing is just sort of like, uh, it's a, a really, really cool company um, in the sense that I, one of the biggest things I'm really happy about that, w- that we do that's very different is for every meal, we donate a meal through. To oh, yeah, I heard bank. about that. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, uh, I read Tom's Shoes, the book. Okay. Um, uh, oh, man, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his name. But that book, I read that book during Milkman. I wanted to do this during Milkman. Okay. Because like doing good is good for business. Sure. And just, man, if you can do something really good for each transaction that your business does, yeah. rather than do like these big donations here and there. Yeah. It's just really, really cool to see something growing up to, like that you're, as you're growing, this part of your business is growing as well. That's awesome. Like Warby Parker, they do it really well. Tom's Shoes, like they just... This is really, really cool. And they're just really, really cool businesses um, that I'm just a massive fanboy of. Have you done that from the get-go? Donated yeah. a meal for meal? Yeah. Yep. That's cool. So from, from the start. So, start. so Milkman, Armin pushed it in every meeting. But it was just too months, expensive. Months. They're like, well, man, we can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> and then so from, from the start, his first wish was that he got to do that. So that's yeah. what we did from the start. We made sure that you know, we, baked, we baked that into the product. We baked it into the pricing and into yeah. the business model. Yeah, nice. So it was done from the start. Mm. So it's a meal for a meal. A lot of people are really confused that it's a pizza. It's not a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the food bank handle this the food part. We'll just work with them. Yeah. Pizza's good. We, we've, look, we've done that as well. We've helped out some, some places with, with food for a bunch of different events for the homeless. Like, so, so we're into charities. We want to help charities out wherever we can. Yeah. We don't market that one too much because we don't care. We just like doing it. Sure. Um, yeah, sure. It's just something nice um, just to do. Uh, that, kind of, that comes back to the principles of, our, of the business of what we when we started what our values were and our goals were is that we want to be a good business not not a greedy business you know, we want to make money we, we definitely you know, want to make money yeah but, we're not a charity sure. yeah. but, but doing we good make along sure. the way is just yeah I just think it was just There's something some that we had st- to do st- That's st- a part of our personality sort of thing um, design thinking strategy course in Melbourne the other way but we're looking at some stats around um, you know for cause businesses versus non and, and profitability. And yeah, I mean, the, the tendency is for those businesses to be more successful mm-hmm. yeah. um, for a lot of reasons, I think. But I think, you know, it's, a, it's good to have that as kind of the backbone of, of what you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's something we kind of market again, but it's sort of like we do it because we do it. Yeah, sure. But it, um, I guess because I, I read into a how, because what I didn't want is I didn't want people thinking, oh, they're using this as sort of like a marketing test. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, yeah but it's not that. But we put everything else in the head, like will we market? And then this is just sort of the back thing that happens. Um, and if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it, but it happens as well. Which we do talk about it. But. People probably respect that a lot more too if you don't, you know, pushing it right in their face all the time. Yeah. It's like a yeah. marketing tool for sure. Because then you're like, uh, yeah, I know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what you're doing. <laughs> Sneaky. Was it, was it difficult building the brand initially? Like what, what was sort of the... Yeah, we had no idea how to build a brand. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly, think, the... The brand made itself. I think. Yeah, I think the brand's way cooler than me and him, <laughs> um, by far. It's like, interesting how they take on their own life form, yeah, though, right? Has, they, they really do. Bianca is this. Uh, Bianca's just like if we were to describe Bianca, she's uh, 25. She's Italian. 
she loves her family but she's really funny and uh, she's like <laughs> australian italian yeah um she's really smart um uh, but very charitable as well like just a really cool chick like she's cool like so cool um, <laughs> um but yeah it's just taken its life like what when we when i try to market it, it was just really we had um so we had a couple of people come in just to have chat to us how to build it and then sort of build its persona and then it just sort of took a life on its own like sure. i think people other people are storytelling about bianca that's great more than us um and that's by people wanting to take photos with our pizza sure some of its influencer market or instagram marketing i don't like using the word influencer um uh instagram marketing but a lot of it's heaps of people taking photos by themselves sure um and but, I mean, they're just having fun with it. Same space, but you look at Pizza Tecker and how that you know that wall has that just wall. become yeah. a thing, right? Yeah. The wall has become its own. Well, that's why we we had a huge emphasis on our pizza boxes. Sure. Because we don't have a, pl- a space people can come to. Yeah. By making the pizza boxes really sexy and like you want to take a photo with a pizza box, um, that's what we had with this pizza box. And people are just like <laughs> loving these pizza boxes. That's awesome. Oh, cool. um, yeah, it's super pretty. And plus by saying uh, like take a photo with your meal and your next meal could be us. Like we give meals every week okay. for people that do um, take photos. So there is that sort of um, given, like give and give sort of thing. There are a lot of people eating pizza in bed yeah. too. You're yeah, right. I know, You're man. Kidding. It's really weird. I don't on? know why. Like but they really dressed up too. Yeah. <laughs> like, not glamorous enough to eat your pizza, guys. It's just not my thing. Jeez, I've had some like, spoofy ones though as well, isn't there? I've had the old think, pizza rev after a Sunday morning eating it in bed and then just regretting all the crumbs. We're <laughs> <laughs> thinking, oh, no, you're, you're, you're a terrible human being, Armin. Have a shower. <laughs> yeah, I love the design of the pizza boxes too, though. It's really cool. Yeah, peculiar, familiar, Carlo. Okay. Dude, another wizard nice. in the design yeah, sure. space. Yeah, cool. Man, incredible. I told him what I wanted and he did the opposite. Yeah. And that's what we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's what you want from a designer. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah he is so good. Okay, I have another question. Why would, only dinner? Would you like a little bit more wine? I'll go grab it. Why only dinner? Yeah. Uh, so we did we did try and go toilet as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so you're not allowed to. Yeah. Sit there, stay there. This isn't just a training thing. Yeah, I just need to get okay. <laughs> it's like the intermission. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we used to do lunches on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Yeah. Um, so we used to open from 11 in the morning okay. and go all the way through uh, until 10 at night on those nights. Okay. Um, the problem that we found was that, one, we weren't big enough yet. Sure. So to have the, the ovens turned on, to have us sitting in there, to have a driver hanging around. Yeah. You know, it was hit and miss Fridays. Some Fridays were really good and we have big office orders that will come through. Yeah. And then other weeks you'd have like maybe one single pizza here and a pizza there. Yep. So just just in terms of like trying to create... Trying oh, to create... abandoning a, ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, in terms of trying to create a, a sustainable business, we went back to going, look, this isn't... This doesn't make sense. It yep. doesn't make sense yet. It's not something that we're, we want to do again. Um, it's not? It is something oh, we, it is? We, okay. we want to. Um, yeah. yeah. Especially like where we're located on Pulteney Street right now, there's a whole bunch of activity that's happening. So we have the hospital that's going up across the road from us. Yep. Uh, Next door to us is another cafe that's opening up. On the other side is a cafe slash garage or bike garage. Yeah. A weird little thing that's going on. It'll be cool once it's done. Um, But then it means there'll be more more foot traffic around that. And once we get the front done up, then we go cool. Like people know that we're here. Yeah. You drive past at the moment. It's a black building with a window that's open, and on top is I think it's a drag queen. I'm pretty sure it's a drag queen. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. And then, then there's just a bunch of guys in the kitchen cooking. So, like, yeah. you drive past and you kind of don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, so, 
we think that the pickup game for lunches will make more sense than a delivery space or the delivery game yep. for lunches. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're just not we're not set up yet for okay. it. And so when you do decide to do that, will that go across the board when you conquer the world? Yeah. Will that be a standard across yep. the board? Yeah. I like. Yeah. Our, our our goal is like I don't like closing at ten o'clock on a Friday. Yep. I want to be able to close at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Um, the hard part is, you know, from nine thirty till ten o'clock, it starts to get quiet. So then it comes back to like, all right, well, we're still we're still a small business. Yeah. You know, we still have to make enough money so that everyone gets paid. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. And keeping someone there for an extra two hours yep. isn't really worth it yet. If yeah. we don't have the numbers. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's something that we want to do, and I think like once we get the window done, uh, we could probably turn that into like a destination place. So yeah. you know, on a Friday night, you leave in Highland Street, like oh, I want to go eat pizza. You yeah, don't want sure. pizza rev. That's where Armand goes, but you, you want to come to Bianca instead. What? Dude, pizza are so good. What are you oh, talking was. about? I had it on the weekend. I was pretty disappointed. So you don't eat, do you eat your own pizza? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All the time. No, but he yeah. has, it's, it's, a long, it's a long-term thing that he's had. It's me and years. Pizza oh, Rev just had affair, this yeah. We've yeah. had this thing for a while. Yeah. Um, going back to the space in terms of where we are, we, yeah. we really lucked out in the sense that we didn't realize there was a huge hospital building across the road. Yeah. There's yeah, all these restaurants um, yeah. missed, popping up next to us. Yeah. yeah right. And so we're like, ah, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. So yeah. I think that whole precinct now is going to get really, really busy. Yeah. So right. Oh, nice. Super lucky. Yeah, amazing. And, and so, so oh, oh, sorry, Christo. I was going to say, what's the new front of house going to look like, sorry, when you kind of get that expansion? Um, it's going to look like a piazza. I've got the photo here. Oh, let's check it. Yeah. i got to move. So it's more, it's, it's, it's a facelift. The, the lady on the window, she's going, and then we're going to make it look a bit more sexier, make it stand out a bit more that it's an actual pizza place. Yeah, right. Uh, inside, it's still going to... Yeah, sorry. In, inside, it's still going to be pretty much the same. Oh, yeah. oh, it it will still be a kitchen at the front, uh, just with a counter. Okay. Yeah, more of a defined counter. Right now, we have the... We have, a, we have sewing a yeah, an old desk. sewing desk that yeah. oh, was left in the it, building. It looks really bad. And the, one of the biggest things which, why we want to change it is you have this wicked experience in the app, wicked experience on the website. You come to this spot and it's just like, <laughs> huh. The this, this mm. spot's funky in a weird way. It's like sort of got that Brooklyn vibe of like this warehouse sure. thing out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, sure. So but but then there's cool. some people that would probably look at it and go, uh, this kind of looks dodgy. I don't want to get my pizza from yeah. there. Because yeah. there's, like there's like a $100 sign from Officeworks that flashes and it says Bianca Pizza <laughs> open. And you're just like, oh, it's been rained on. It's kind of like all smudged out. Yeah. It's yeah. Terrible. It's, it's called the morning after. Yeah. But, then, yeah. but then going back to that kind of, you know, that the lean methodology, you, you don't paint the bill, spend the money on doing the facade first and get, get the thing right and then, you know, come back around. And In saying that, I wish I'd already done it because it would have... It would have been good because Pulteney Street is so busy and the amount of people that drive past yeah, okay. is such a branding opportunity that is sure. so missed. Yeah. The hard part is it would have come back to like where do we allocate the money from the start? Yeah. yeah. So if so you're we right. put it there, you're then right. we would have yeah. not had the money somewhere else to yeah. get to the point that we can pay to do it now. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's like, okay, we need to do this and yeah. it's, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to definitely be worth it. It will just, it will just look really, really cool. Um, and yeah, I think the street... There's just so many new restaurants opening there yeah. too. And they just got really cool designs. Yeah, nice. So during the day, people come to these caf- cafes and stuff and they see us. They have a little, grab a little pamphlet on the way yeah. home. The, que- the, question, the question why you're on your toilet break was, are we going to do lunch lunches Soon. again? Soon. And that's why that came up is that you know, that area is starting to now turn into a hive of a bunch of people running around that, that it will be good once we do. Yeah. I think what you touched on before, like Adelaide just doesn't have that that density yet but it's, it's yeah. growing it does seem like the city's sort of coming more alive you know on, on weekdays after five it, i saw a stat mm. that it was like three percent growth population growth yeah 
that there's more people leaving than staying. That's crazy. It's like it? a brain drain. Hey, we have heaps of apartments. And, uh, yeah, rapidly, heaps of empty rapidly apartments. aging population as well. They yeah. could ten years. They just need like, like, I don't know. Adelaide needs a shtick. People yeah. are just wanting to come. I think it's going to become a retirement. Uh, yeah, that's what they're, they're putting a lot of. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Like, because there's so much cool stuff here. There is. One, it's awesome. Like, maybe people don't know about the cool stuff. Yeah. If you're not in it, you don't really know. But it. I think that's also Adelaide's problem. Adelaide doesn't know how to talk big about itself. Yeah. Mm. But I, I suppose Brisbane kind of copped the Melbourne Sydney's too expensive, and then you know, Brisbane actually. Yeah, I mean, in, in the tech that. scene, the, Brisbane's government actually seemed to do quite a good oh, job of stimulating, yeah. as opposed to just talking about it. Yeah. Do here, but yeah, I remember that huge no. fund that they said they were going to do, oh, and yeah. then there was like, oh, what cool. fund? And then I think there is a fund. For Adelaide, yeah, there's Adelaide has a fund. Investment yeah, Blue fund. Sky manages it, but, but yeah. depending no. on who you are, and it still comes down to you basically have to be really a someone or making a lot of money for them to still. It's too risky for them to invest in an actual startup these days. Yeah. But there's those like there's space ones coming out of um, up north as well. There's that chick that has that space. Yeah, with the chick, the, the, woman. the micro satellite stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's What's awesome. Her name David. Favo. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, yeah. We saw her chat here on the one of the yeah. startup grind yeah. things. See, that's yeah. awesome. More people need to know about her. Yeah, that's like, right. We need to, like there's heaps of cool shit happening in Adelaide. It's just it does fly under the radar. We just need more people just like talking about the people that are just killing it. Yeah. Um, like Happy Inspector. People need to just. Talk more about them. More talk, talk more about just these really cool companies coming out the, of Adelaide. The hard part though is like Happy Inspectors being the like Jindu's been the poster child for startups in Adelaide for years, and he deserves to be. But where he's getting talked about is in the same group that everyone already knows about. So sure. if you're in startup Adelaide, you see it all the time. Yeah, and Jindu raises more money, and everyone gives him a clap. But in terms of the rest of like Adelaide, no one knows about it. Yeah, and that's that's the sucky part. Yeah, is it? It's quite insular, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was speaking to City Mag, even City Mag, they're awesome. It's sure. such a wicked, wicked brand. Um, I love those guys there. I was speaking to Johnny about it, and he's like, "Man, I was like, man, you post all about these restaurants. Like, why don't you post more about?" And he did. Like, he went around and started. Uh, he talked to Hooper. Uh, talked to Hooper. Yeah, speak cool. to Jinder. But he's like, man, people care about restaurants. <laughs> but the cool thing is, there's really cool restaurants coming up as well. Really so it's cool. like this, the scene and restaurant scene is really awesome as well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping it just sort of rolls and becomes this big thing because there's heaps of young people opening wicked restaurants. Yeah. Um, and just people just need to go out there and just have fun. Like, there's such good restaurants. I'm a fanboy of restaurants since... Since you learn about food, yeah. new favorite. What, what, like, what are you liking at the moment, dude? Afrocola yeah. is gangster as fuck. It's amazing, <laughs> yeah, it is. Actually. Me and my brother went there like when he was here. Um, the first time we went, like it's it's pricey. So I was like, I, w- I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not a baller. So me and him shared a main and an entree. The second time we went, we're like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We shared a main. No, we shared an entree, but uh, got two mains. We got a little boozy, and then. He's like, oh yeah, the bill's like three hundred bucks. Like my brother's a uni student, and <laughs> I'm doing a startup. I'm like, man, fuck. <laughs> like, dude, I can't shout you this. We have to split this. But it was so worth it. Like, the food is so good. It is. It's, so I, I like that because it's. A, I like these places where you got this like really vibrant experience. You know, it's, it's bustling, but it's, it's it's you know it's fine dining basically, yeah. but it's casual, no fuss. But like even like even other sports, like Brighton Jetty Bakery has the best sausage rolls. They have the best pies too. They do a, they do a buffalo chicken wing pie. The oh, best pie I've ever insane. had. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Bakery and O'Connell do a mean honey log. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, it's my favorite. Yeah, it's like there's just the all these cool places. What's the other place you go to? Oh, oh dude, Winston Avenue. No, the cheeky Greek. 
do wicked. Okay. Wicked. Is it Cheeky Green? No. In Grange? In Grange, yeah. Do the, oh, the Euros. best Euroses. Like, it is crazy. Bad best Euros last night. <laughs> Dude, go there. Go tomorrow. Go to Grange and just go by the cold sea yeah. and eat your Euros because it, it is so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. That is but there's all these cool food, like food places. That, like, here, the biggest. Okay. Fuck you, bloggers. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. But what I do mean is that. You try and you Google search the best Euros. There is no blog talking about trying to find the best of something. Sure. It's just all like, hey, we'll get messages. Hey, uh, in exchange for food, we would yeah. promote your business. Yeah. And uh, would you mind sending us some? That's all right. Like, I get it. I respect it. Um, but man, can someone just write about like literally, who has the best chicken We, we had this conversation about a month ago and went and bought a bunch of URLs. So like, so talking about URLs before, we've got like best of food, Adelaide, top, because I think, I like top five lists that are done, yeah. done properly. Do you want right? to point so, that to heybianca.co? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like legit, find us the best chicken sandwiches. Best, best ramen, best chicken sandwich. You know, oh, just, and, but, you know, and, and do it do it in a methodical way so that it's like, you know, none and of do the... It, do it like how Vice would do it. Yeah, that's and right. Like have a video yes. thing and just yeah. be f- have fun with it. I, I love those like chef's nights out if you watch yeah. that on Munchies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love they took like stuff. the chefs from Momofoku yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. They took out the honey butter, uh, honey butter, is it honey butter? Yeah, honey butter. Yeah, chicken, fried chicken place. Go and eat at their mates' places. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, oh, man. It's, Do that sort of stuff. Like, take out cool, um, like, find cool chefs. Yeah. Take Duncan from Africa. Man, let's go eat. Take the guys out from Sunny's. Let's go eat somewhere. Heaps of cool stuff happening in Adelaide. So, I think, I think, I think there's a, a big... Maybe people need... We just need someone to talk about it. Just, yeah. like, create, like, just be the cool guy. Ask Vice. Why don't Vice do more stuff in Adelaide? They don't do that much in Australia, really. I don't think they know where Adelaide is. Maybe they should. Maybe mm. someone, someone out there. <laughs> yeah. Please reach out to us. Yeah, I love that content because it's just you know it's it's kind of that behind the scenes. It's no gloss on it, and it's just you know it is what it is. Yeah, it's like they have an ice cream one. Yeah, where it's just all about ice cream. There's a guy that travels around eating ice cream. Frank Pinello does the pizza, pizza show. show. Yeah, Fuck, that's delicious by Action Bronson. Yeah, that's so good. We uh, had uh, Matty Matheson down at the Beer and Barbecue Fest. Yeah, last weekend that was that was well, two weekends that's ago. That's so good. That's amazing. Um, man, I still haven't gone there yet. That's one of we, we were meant to go this year, but you were away. Oh, I was away. Yeah. You should, Bianca should be there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we, we don't have any, like, but... This is something we've been talking about since Fringe, is like, you know, that... Being that involved open, in these festivals. That opens yeah. up the window. We thought, oh, cool, we'll get heaps of foot traffic that will go past us yeah. to get into the Fringe, but... They were just most, going to the Fringe They to were eat. going to the Fringe to eat, so they weren't hungry, and if they were coming back, they've already eaten, so they're not coming back again. So yeah. it was something we thought about, hey... Maybe we need to work out a way that we can be involved in all this stuff. So we're working on stuff. We're working on stuff where we've got some cool stuff coming up this year, like heaps of fun stuff, like an idea we're floating. Oh, no, I won't say it because I'm going to do it. Sure. But yeah, there's this cool stuff. There's cool stuff like these, um, like working with cool people in SA making pizzas. Like, yeah, nice. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. We just need, we just need to, yeah, Adelaide's so good. People just need to be happy about it. People that say that, they, oh, this sucks. Okay then, why are you do here? something about it? Yeah, 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 exactly. Go away. Are you guys like Adelaide born and bred? No. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New Zealand. I'm from Sydney. I moved here in 2005 to Melbourne. Okay. With my parents, so I was 15. Um, then after a year, parents moved to Mildura, so they're almond growers in Mildura. Okay. Yeah, and then I moved here 2008 for uni, and I've just stayed ever since. 
It's been, I think, 2008 Adelaide compared to 2018 Adelaide. There's a big difference. Man, the city, is, especially the city. Yeah, there's, more there's so much building. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so many, works. so many building. Like the last ten years. Like I'm curious to see what the next ten years are like. Yeah. if it grows as well as it has. But it, it is weird you say that because you do look at the stats and and you know the figures aren't there to back up the feeling you get that things are growing. But it's yeah. It's My brother graduated this year and left. Yeah. Oh, last year. Lots of us. I mean, um, where everyone else here? No, David's from New Zealand too. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> You born in Adelaide? Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> You're wrong, Sam. You're yes. wrong. But uh, I think we want to leave. Like that's what happens. Like you know, I was you know, 25, left. You know, but you do stint and you come back, and it's yeah. like, wow, look what we have. Well, that's kind of the thing. Like I've got friends that are in London now, or, yeah. you know, and they're in Melbourne, and they're all from Adelaide. And their thing is, I leave. They have fun elsewhere. Yeah. They come back here for the family. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, will, I will raise my family here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I suppose you're missing that, that, that the fun part though, which is the place you guys want yeah. to play as well and bring mm. more of that vibrancy in and, and have people you know, playing and working here as opposed to going somewhere else to do that. The, yeah. the hardest part though is it depends on you know, what you studied or what your career path is, yeah. is you can make way more money elsewhere. elsewhere. Yeah. There's way more opportunities elsewhere. Like, so I'm from Sydney, moved here when I was 12 went back to Sydney when I was 18 because I dropped out of school at the end of year nine. Didn't have any any qualifications. I was self-taught. Sure. Couldn't get a job in IT here. So I had to go back and work for my dad for a year. Yeah. Came back and then it wasn't until I was like 21 that I could get a job back in IT again. Even though I have, like I could outwork anybody in tech. Sure. But because I didn't have a piece of paper, it's just the mentality of Adelaide. I think that's slowly changing. I hope it's slowly changing now. Like coming back, because I was in London for five years and I ran a small... I was basically freelancing over there, but coming back and seeing the kind of agency world in Adelaide, like it was that, you know, kind of old clicky kind yeah. of, uh, you know, and it, it, whereas London had this really vibrancy and everyone yeah. was, everyone was con- uh, co- uh, contributing to each other's stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, meeting up and, you know, there wasn't that sense of kind of proprietary and, yeah, like we'll, secrets we'll everywhere in the corner yeah. and yeah, don't don't look at our stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just shit. Like it's not good for the the ecosystem. Man, I think again, it comes down to just people building cool companies. Like yeah. you guys, you've got ten people. Like you're building a cool company. I think there's more and more. And, cool and you're not in your own little office. Like you're in a co-working space. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I think it just comes down to like we can make this a really cool place if we just build cool companies that people want to work for that are sort of changing the world we came here temporarily because we we were in our own office came here as sort of a, a stopgap and just loved the like the community yeah. right let's yeah. actually have other people around there doing interesting stuff you know stop in the hallway and chat to someone that's got an app or a startup yeah. or you know a new business it's, it's really good yeah there's heaps of co-working spaces now yeah like, i've just noticed lots the last lots, like yeah. five years like whoa there's so many yeah it's really good people just trying stuff which is awesome I wish, I mean, when I was in London, I wish I knew about it. I was, sitting, I was just sitting in my little studio flat, you know, for yeah. every morning. But I think coming out, you know, if you can come and chat to people, you know, find a, a developer or find someone else that's doing uh, even, interesting. Yeah, even like, so I was part of Majorum when they first opened. Yeah, sure. And just the cross-pollination yeah. of that place was Definitely. crazy. Yeah. You know, like there was a web developer who needed an iOS guy, there's an iOS guy who needed a designer. Like everyone just contributed together. Where if I was sitting at home and I was like, oh, I need a designer. I'm on the internet somewhere trying to find yeah, some guy right. overseas. Yeah. You know, I'm never going to find the person that's around the corner. Sure. So that's, I guess that's the benefit of the co-working spaces is just try to find the angles of how the co-working spaces work well for the right residents to be in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's room for, you know, kind of uh, going down the route of, you know, sort of specific kind of niches within those uh, co-working spaces. Too. Like, it's cool here that it's kind of a broad mix, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So are you still developing all of the tech for yeah. Bianca? Yep. Nice. Yep. Still, still the only guy. 
we're working on that. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping in the next 12 months we'll have more. We're building out a team. Sure. How do you feel about letting that go? Like, I'm the kind of person that would want to hang on to that. I flip a coin every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of, I'm all right with it. Like, I'm, I'm controlling at the start. So, the start of the process is usually, it's just me. Let me do my thing. Yeah. And I'm just the jockey. Just let me ride it, get it done fast. And then afterwards, I'm like, cool, it's at a good point. I'm, I'm not over the top. Um, what's the word? I'm not possessive over my code. Sure. Okay. So I, I try and write neat code. I'm, not, I'm a startup developer, though. So like with Aston Club, we brought in a whole bunch. We end up having like 40, 40 developers in our team. Wow. And one of the first guys that came in is like, where's the documentation? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the documentation. I was like, we're a startup, man. We don't have documentation. Yeah. It's like, where's your comments in the code? I'm like, if you can't read my code, then I don't know what kind of developer you are. Okay. I've seen ugly code as well where people have just decided instead of using a, a full name for a variable, they use a letter and then they use another letter underneath and the letters have nothing to do with whatever the code is sure. doing. It's just spaghetti. So I've seen crappy code. Um, but I think like where, where I excel is the start and then the middle is where you kind of go, all right, cool, someone needs to come along and build, sure. out, build out the testing cases and all the other stuff that makes this thing scalable yeah. to, to the next level that it's you know, production, really, really production ready. Because I suppose that's what you'll need if you're going to roll out global is that kind of... Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of the part of where I need to go, cool, I can I can let go of this part and start to go into more of the visionary shit instead yeah. of the, you know, okay, let me just get my hands dirty. Yeah. That the starts the fun part as well. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that's also my other part is I have, sometimes I have a short attention span so I get super excited about something. I'm like, yeah. yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then a week later, I'm like, fuck, why would this <laughs> thing go away? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I usually need like a bug fixer that follows me around. <laughs> I like that guy, the one that has to go and fix the bugs. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that stuff. <laughs> no. Build things. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. yeah. I want to build it. They break somewhere. Someone else fixes it. Yeah. You have handyman Sam. You're good. <laughs> so, so on that is that is is Bianca sort of the focus for now, or are there other things that are sort of bubbling away? Ideas. We always have ideas, but I think like this this is what came back from with Milkman was that single focused kill one thing like nail that thing and do it really well yeah. and then move on to the next thing that's kind of where we've gone more linear instead of just spray gun let's try a whole bunch of different stuff yeah we're, we're always testing stuff within the app trying different things like it usually stems from reading a book and then we're like ah oh, let's try this yeah <laughs> like I read um, Growth Hacking by Sean Ellis sure. and we're like ah oh, always implemented heaps of stuff and just different tests and then just trying different things and seeing if it works yeah, cool. and then just yeah just growth hacking the actual app itself yeah, it's been pretty interesting. Pretty I think fun. the the benefit of what we've built now is that we have a platform that allows us to do a bunch of other stuff later. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a platform in a sense. I won't go into too many details only because it's something so, that we're constantly so cryptic, man. I know. <laughs> so I want someone to watch this and copy me. <laughs> I think I think I think me. that that thing, like finding something and doing it really well, like in the food scene, that you know, that's it's it's always been massive in I think in Europe. I think here we've always tried to do you know lots of things. That, yeah. But you know, you go Spain or even Asia, like you go one place and they do one thing, they do it yeah. well, and that's you know, and that's what we want to do. It. We just want to do pizza really well. Yeah. Like we introduced a salad because heaps of people were asking for it. It is the most annoying thing ever. <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of that. Scrap salad. it, yeah, scrap just the salad. Just because like, we're not here to sell salads. Sure. Um, get a salad elsewhere. We're here to sell because like, I don't think we'll do a salad as well as we do a pizza. Sure. Um, so that singular focus and just making sure that our pizzas are awesome and people are having awesome experience. Like our north star in our kitchen is like awesome pizza, awesome experiences. Nice. So just everything around it, like 
making sure that the customer just like the user just feels like oh man this is wicked like i'm so glad like the end-to-end experience is seamless yeah like our pizzas are expensive so like 25 to 30 dollars sure we want to make sure that what they're paying for is 20 to 30 we're like 19 <laughs> okay so like a margarita is people are gonna watch this and oh. go wait hold they're too expensive oh, okay. throw in their free so, coke so and a garlic bread yeah just to <laughs> recap that 17.95 for a margarita 12 inches um and then i like our buffalo is 26.95 where do you get um, the mozzarella from uh we get it from we get two places so we get our shredded mozzarella from lavera okay uh bottega lavera down in newtown yeah newton newton new towns in sydney um <laughs> and then uh bottega rotola in nice. um, land. so we use every the supplies that we use are the ones that everyone's using sure like um antique uses lavera yeah their cheese tony's and pizza Teca use um Bottega Rotola, okay. which is really good because then we can see how much cheese they're buying and yeah. they're like, oh, cool, how much are they buying? We're here. He has, really, he has really good like friendships with the delivery guys. Nice. So they always <laughs> tell me how much they're buying because it's an indication of how well we're doing. Sure. Um, and so I always like to say, oh, so how much are they doing? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're using the same sort of supplies as they are. Um, man, I forgot the question again. <laughs> keep going everywhere <laughs> no, and anywhere. Just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> Um, was but what was I, what was I from, before the cheese? What was I talking about before the cheese? Oh, no, the expensiveness. So, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> so, with it being $17.95 to $26.95, if someone's buying that sort of pizza, yeah. we want it to be worth $50. Yeah, sure. So, the experience is $20, but they're paying for a $50 experience. Um, and I think we do that with a lot of, since we can't see the customer, we have to be very clever about it. Yeah. And we've gotten it wrong where we've just spammed people. Okay. And like this, there's like this two months that we're spamming people really badly. And then like we, we got super needy. Yeah. We were like that needy girl. <laughs> yeah. needy girl. And we're like constantly... Why, why are you not coming back now? It's been a week. <laughs> and so we're constantly checking on that, making sure that we're not... Like, I've got to recheck it again just to see. But stuff that we do, which I think people have really liked, is just the next day messaging people to see how the meal was. Sure. Just people like, oh, thanks for checking in. It was awesome. And then there's other people like, man, your pizzas are shit. <laughs> which, which is awesome because it's, it's a super close feedback loop for us to go, hold yeah. on, yeah. how do we get this wrong? Where if you think about Johnny's pizza store around the corner, he doesn't know who the hell you are. And yeah. he's like, oh, you're fucking lying. He probably doesn't, doesn't <laughs> uh, care. Yeah, he's trying to yeah. Take, yeah, but like, want free food. He yeah. sends me a phone number. He says, tell me the order details. I'm like, here's what they ordered. Here's how long it took for the drive. Here's how long it was waiting. Here's how long the total order was. Sure. You know, so we can look at every single stat in terms of like your experience in that one order. To go, okay, wait, where did we screw up? Or, you know, like we had one the other day who we've randomly, we've been doing a lot of deliveries to car parks. Okay. Which kind of looks like drug deals going yeah. bad. It's weird. <laughs> but, like, but people want our heaps. pizza. This, this isn't like one or two. This is like <laughs> Dan, Dan Murphy's on Port Road. We've done 33 deliveries there. Just going and buy a carton and be like, oh, shit, I want a pizza. Well, it's, it's, pe- it's people that live in like Seedon. Yeah, okay. Or in yeah. like Flinders, oh, Finden. Yeah. They're outside the zone and they're like, oh, I want your pizza. Like, well, look, you can deliver any. Like we would deliver to any place episode. inside of our zone. <laughs> We've had people that are delivered just to the side of a street, like a house number, and it says in the comments, I'm not actually in the house. I'm parked out yeah. front of the house. Just call me. <laughs> Don't go to yeah. the house. Yeah. That's awesome. But so we had like the example the other day where she's like, oh, well, the pizza was lukewarm. And yeah. we're like, okay, well, hold on. Why? Like, why would it be like, you're not hot? And then I looked at it as I actually was to a petrol station on Henley Beach Road. Yeah. She lives in Henley Beach. You know, so it was like a 15 minute drive to get there. There's zero minute wait time. So as yeah. soon as the pizza went into a bag, it left the kitchen. So from our side, that means that it should be a perfect pizza. Sure. Based off all our stats and all our testing. We're like, hold on, she has another 10 
minute drive if she's lucky. Yeah. Maybe 15 minutes till she actually eats the pizza. Plus, it's been taken out of our bag. It's been sitting on her side, you know, car. Yeah. So, okay, that makes more sense. What was your response to her? Sorry. Um, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was just, hey, I'm so, like, because as we dug into it, I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Looking at our stats, like, um, it looked like it was, uh, like, blah, blah, blah. It went really well. Um, did you have fire to drive from the petrol sure, station? Sir. Just yeah. wanted to check. And she goes, I live in Henley Beach. Like, it was just very direct. I live in Henley Beach. Yeah. Man, I, I text. I just said, "Man, what am I going to say? I'm, I have no idea." I said, "Like, oh, look, sorry. Um, next we'll time, eat the, the pizza at the <laughs> yeah. Sorry. yeah, it was like, sorry. Next time, um, like, we're looking to open a kitchen up there. As soon as we do, like, we'll let you know. For sure. Um, just because that's a really hard one. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Our customer service, we we go up way. Like, I think that, like above. one the one thing that we had the advantage of with Milkman of how much we fucked up was that we nailed customer service. Okay. Yeah. So in and. We wore a lot of us. So like even if, if the restaurant screwed up on Milkman, like they forgot an item, we took that personal. Like we were the ones that messed up. Like yeah, our driver yeah. didn't check all the items off. Sure. And so when it comes to our customer service with Bianca, it's just an extension of that, but it's more personal to us now because it's our yeah, food. Sure. And you it's got more brand. control over it too. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, we've built really cool systems so that like we shouldn't make mistakes. So when we do make mistakes... We, it we is know. heartbreaking. Like I, I hate when people have terrible experiences. Yeah, it's just it sucks because you pay for this food and you're really excited. You get it. And you're like, man, this sucks. So it's, it's not a really cool. Like it's not cool. Like I, I wouldn't want it to happen to me. Um, it's really, um, I guess, where we got taught it was. It's an extension of um, Zappos's yeah. like delivering happiness. Um, I read that book. Just saw how awesome they are with their experience mm. and customer service. I was like, man, I don't think any pizza place would go to the extent that we do, mm. and we'll just go way beyond but I think we have the advantage is that we know who people are and yeah. we can we've got data rather than like he comes up in the kitchen and says it's Olivia's fifth order and like we know it's Olivia yeah nice yeah. 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 We, we went through a period we had um, so we were testing a bunch of different wines once we got our delivery license to be able to deliver alcohol so we had a bunch of leftover wine from a supplier that wasn't moving so like oh well, we're not going to sell it anymore because we've got Alphabox and Dice on so we're like okay we've nice. got this stuff we're like oh oh Sam's ordered 10 times. Yeah, free bottle That's of wine. Awesome. Bottle of wine. Those, those little things go a long way. Yeah. We're, we're always thinking about those small things for our users. Sure. I just think um, if people just feel like when you get an awesome experience somewhere, you just feel really, really happy. Like, Definitely. man, that chick was so nice. Like, I love that place. You feel like you're part of the tribe, right? So you're yeah. part of yeah. the... And so, like, if we could do that with as many people as we can, because we can't nail it every time. Sure. Man, like, our f- there's one guy. He's our favorite customer. Only because he... What's his name? Oh, no, no. Sorry, don't say his name. No, um, <laughs> Terry. We did, yeah. we did the video Wait, on Facebook. Uh, that, okay, that guy. When you that? said favorite, I no, thought no. of 10 other people, not yeah. that guy. <laughs> Man, there's some customers that just have just told so many people. That's and awesome. And like, oh, I've heard from this guy. And you just think, Man, Oh, that guy has told way too kind. Oh, not the one we made a video about. No, this is Daniel Dog City. He's got a oh, yeah, dog yeah. sitting company. Yeah, okay. Um, no, that guy's he awesome. He is... <laughs> The coolest guy. Nice. He's told so many people. That's epic. But the guy that we did the video on, we can say the first name because we've got the video online. Do you remember the name? Yeah, Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake is... <laughs> hello, hello, Blake. Hello, Blake. You, you are probably listening to this. <laughs> Come on, man. Why are you so angry? <laughs> um, but I, we... You, oh, you tell okay. us. Because you're the one that went through this whole thing and uh, then I did the video. So part of... Part of going back to the lean methodology thing was we built an iOS app first. Yeah. Like, cool, let's just ship that. 
that's what I'm, I, I like doing iOS stuff. You know, I used to do web a long time ago, got bored of it. Sure. Yeah. And it takes a long, a long time in the morning for me to wake up to go, yeah, I'm excited about doing a web thing today. Sure. So we did iOS and then we had heaps of publicity about our launch. And then we had this one guy who just... By the way, on our launch, the funniest thing... Uh, well, not the funniest thing. It sucked at the time. Funny Might have been now. funny for you. It wasn't for me. Yeah. Our app didn't work for the first three... Uh, two, two and a half hours? Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> the day that we launched and the amount of people downloading the app and it just wouldn't work. It's because our driver app wouldn't work. So I think... Oh, our first three days was just just chaos. insane. Like, I didn't have gray hair before, anything. and then within, <laughs> within the first three months, I've just gotten like a little strip going at the moment. My girlfriend's giving me shit about it. She's like, I need that. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna keep it. It's my badge of honor for just those gone. three days of stress. <laughs> it was it was yeah. insane because you just couldn't. Everyone's trying to order, it and you can't do anything. It's like it's not working. Yeah. Oh, so so we um I built the first version of the web app um. Yeah, we had we had someone design it. So I had a friend of mine do like we had a little bit of a budget, like a thousand bucks to put towards design. Sure. So you guys are designers, you know how much a thousand bucks is worth. Yep. Not much. Not much. So <laughs> I got like a basically you know, three three pages back and then the rest of it I just had to fill in yeah. with my, my engineering skills and <laughs> my creative brain. And so the first version of the web was pretty shit. And we built it in React Native, launched it, and it kind of it worked on desktop, some mobile just didn't really work. It kind of fell over all the time. Mm. So before we'd launched the web, this guy had already written on our on our page. So he went visit a post. He's like, oh, you know, what kind of stupid business is this? Who doesn't like, you know, have web and like, you know, doesn't have Android, only has iOS. Yeah. And oh. delivery only. And he was, yeah. like, and the ending was good business, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Blake. I'm like, come on, man. Like, we're just getting started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're just sitting there like, come on, dude. Like, give us some slack. And the guy owns a business. He's a freelancer or owns some small business. I'm like, dude, surely he would have, like, some you, you should business. understand. You yeah, should understand you, how yeah, hard You should it have is. some compassion for, you know, some guys just trying to give it a go. And so updated the website, wrote a little comment back to him, said, hey, you know, fix it up, go try again, try it again. Something, something else didn't work. This, <laughs> this guy just wasn't, he wasn't going to get an easy run of getting the pizza from us. <laughs> Fixed a couple other bugs. Eventually, like I took him into private message, worked through all the stuff. I think he was writing the wrong code um, for like the discount. He finally orders and... It goes through, but he wasn't getting notifications because we said that we had tracking, but the tracking screen didn't actually work on web yet because I hadn't finished that part yet. <laughs> I put the screen there, but it just wasn't wasn't fully connected yet. That was next week's task. And so he, the whole experience, he just he just didn't love it. He didn't love it to the point of he... Did we have ratings then? No. No, we didn't no, have we ratings. Because like. I, I pressed the button and then our ratings disappeared and I was just trying to... I changed the page somehow and just rating dis- ratings disappeared. So I had to try and figure out how to bring it back. So in the, in the meantime, that. we just ended up having a whole bunch of visitor posts of just hate of like, you know, you compared our pizzas to a microwave oven. The yeah. web experience <laughs> sucked. Uh, on the hand, web was terrible. Street. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I get it. But it kind of comes back to the same argument. And this is like an argument we had with Milkman at the start where, you know, you're comparing an app that just got built to Uber that's been around for years. Sure. You know, so if you went and looked at Uber in 2007, yeah. how ugly their app was sure. and how beautiful it is now. Yeah. And like, like Uber's app, when someone would call a driver, it would call all cars to that. <laughs> per- oh, no, yeah. Someone was calling a car. It would come. All cars would come to that one point. Interesting. Like, these are the bugs Which makes you feel have. super important. <laughs> yeah. And then Uber's like, ah, just shit. I them. choose you. Yeah. <laughs> I like that BMW. I'll take that one. 
but I think like you know, just when you start, some people just give you a heart. They they expect their level of expectation of what they're gonna get is you know an established business that's been doing all this stuff that's had years of experience of breaking things before getting the perfect uh, model together. I find it interesting though that that Blake went through there. He actually ended up ordering right. He's gone. He's he's spending his time going through. So well, that's what I was surprised about as well. Yeah. But then that's where we kind of went. Look, no matter what we did. Because I remember his order came through and I went to the kitchen. I'm like, you make sure that this pizza is fucking amazing. <laughs> like it was yeah. the pizza that we made sure that there was so much love inside of that sure. pizza that he was going to love it. Yeah. And it got delivered and he fucking hated it. <laughs> There's a, he's, he's wrote a huge blog about how terrible it is. Oh, on, oh. Um, and it's yeah, this you, Chinese you can, website where you, you can pay money. money. <laughs> it's this Japanese, I don't know what it is. But if you look at, um, uh, search Bianca ratings, the bad one, the only bad one there is his, um, yeah it's yeah. um it's really funny because he goes like he puts a lot of time and effort and i'm like man that's insane get a life that's like, yeah like he had decided before we before he'd even come to our website he read an article and he decided i fucking hate these guys yeah. and i'm just going to troll them the whole way through yeah. and so it didn't like it, it like we apologized we said oh, well, yeah it's all good um and then well, it came back when, to our transparency so we end up doing oh no 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 the reason why we did the video so I, I was searching Bianca and I, before Facebook locked up. God damn it. Um, but you could search Bianca and then you can see all mentions of Bianca even sure. by anyone. Uh, and so there was yeah. a mention of a guy sharing his code. Yeah. And it was Blake's friend. And Blake went and just ragged on us. Yeah, right. And then I was like, man, that sucks. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, we're doing our best. And I was like... Fuck it. Let's do a live video and just go through, like, just be super transparent about everything you've spoken about and then go through each point. Sure. So, like, he said that we use, like, a microwave oven. I was like, hey, yeah. man, we use these ovens. Um, our, dough, our dough was uh, um, proof for 48 hours. And we just went through each of his points. Yeah. And then, man, I've forgotten the video. It's been a while since I did it. But it... it it just goes through and just... Did he comment on the video? Because no, I, I used his no, name. It's the, it's I was like, hey, Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because his, everything he had spoken about was public. Sure. I was like, hey, Blake, like we've... Uh, no, no, I said, hey, look, um, we want to be uh, a business that's radically transparent. Um, like, um, we, had, we had someone give us feedback, yeah. essentially. And so Blake, I read, so Blake, Blake sent through these things. His, he read out what he said, and then he just went through each point and just debunked everything that he said. Yeah. Because I guess like that's the other part of you know, the sucky part about the internet right now is you have a whole bunch of trolls. Sure. And businesses have to take the you know, cautious step of how far do you overstep? Like, do you just kiss ass all the time? Yeah. And just think, go, oh, I'm think, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Or do you eventually, do you just say, look, sometimes, no, you're a dick. Yeah. And so we um, we posted it, sent it to him. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Please remove the movie. Um, please the remove video. the video. I'll get my lawyers." We marked it as seen and didn't reply. Oh uh, yeah, we just because we were like, we got petty. We're like, <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> I got that video posted on his friend's comment. I was like, "Hey man, look, uh, appreciate your comments. Here's my like, I just sure. in video Here's just my told um, uh, just to debunk a couple of things. And then his friend agreed with us. Yeah. Which was no, funny. Another chick posted because he got really angry. He's like, what sort of business calls out their customers? <laughs> and then and then there's a ch- uh, another chick answered and she's like, hey, look, it's fair enough if you left a public comment yeah, sure. uh, for them to talk back. And so we've, um, so that was that. And then every so often we accidentally send him an email. <laughs> <laughs> so we sent him a survey. And just his marks, like his remarks, like. Um, but but he what, filled the survey out. That's what yeah, like, and he got the ten dollar code. What so was strange. it like? Um, it's so weird. Something and petty. he he wrote something like go back, like Satan or something. What was it? 
No, that wasn't him. That was another one? Yeah. Man, there's we one, did a survey. There's one other guy. There's we we did a survey guy. and just, man, like you get so much love and then you get these really weird ones. Just people hating on people. And you're like, man, why are you so angry? So we're like, man, why are you so angry? I'm sure you're not always like this. What's wrong? You know who's good at um, talking about the trolls? Ramit Sethi. Okay. Um, from I'll Teach You To Be Rich. Yeah. Um, he wrote the book and he's got like, he's really uh, big on his online courses. But man, you should... Follow him on Instagram. You see how he um, uh, talks back to trolls because he sends out like emails, but he replies to all emails. Sure. Um, and it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> That's really, I think within that, you know, whatever the persona of the brand is, you can do what you want with it. So yeah, no, and Bianca's a cool, yeah. cool person, yeah. and she just look. Yeah, and Bianca stand up for us. Bianca doesn't take shit. Like yeah. we had, we've yeah. had a couple of. I remember when we got our first one star. And like, cause on our rating, like on Facebook, we have like a ton of five stars. And then we got this one, one star, like what the hell? Yeah. What was that for? And I remember the order. The guy had a bad experience again on web. This is all my fault. It was web. I mean, it was web's <laughs> fault. It wasn't really my fault. It's web's fault. But we ended up, he was the, you know, left a review on Facebook with one star. Then he was on Instagram. He's on one of our posts writing like bad stuff again. Like basically okay. repeating. I'm like, you can take us in one place. Like choose just no, one He got place. really angry because, um, PayPal, or is it uh, Braintree charged? Oh, because Brain, yeah, Braintree does randomly. Braintree will test a credit card to make sure it's part of our fraud protection because we want to make sure, sure that you know, like, if you don't have enough money in your account, you can't order our pizza. Yeah, you know, we don't do cash. I'm not going to go and go to your house and say, hey, you owe me money. Yeah, you know, so I'm not going to let an order go through the kitchen if you don't have money. Um, but part of Braintree's system is that they randomly do four checks. So they check that, you know, they do a $1 charge on the card. Yeah. And it takes a couple of days for, the, you know, our banking system is just slow and it takes a couple of days for that to return back. So you see in your statement, oh, an extra dollar. Yeah. And you've ordered a $25 pizza, for example. So yeah. now you see, oh, not only did they take $25, these cheap bastards took an extra buck from me because mm. it comes up as our name. Sure. And so he was he was first annoyed because like, oh, you guys are basically stealing money out of my account. Like, well, hold on, no, we're not. We're not. So we updated like on the screen to let you know that you know, sometimes there'll be a $1 charge. Uh, but at the same time, like that was, you know, we could have just taken that one-star review and just left and gone, oh, well, that's what you do. Sure. But instead we publicly again, because we're all about transparency and that was, we don't want to have the argument privately and then turn around and go oh, well you said this privately and here this is you know what is yeah, publicly I think it's better to be in the public yeah. forum so yeah. all of our replies are all public he eventually removes his one star because he understands the process nice. and it was a misunderstanding at the end of the day it was really a misunderstanding and, and it's often the case I think if you can talk through people's negative criticisms yeah. and, and they see that you're actively it is funny like we've had apps where you know, people become, they almost become bug testers for you. They're like, oh, okay, right. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep checking this for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah, they're kind of out to prove you wrong. Yeah. It's like, well, good, now you're on my side. The, yeah. the main thing is we just try and kill people with kindness. Like, just really, really, like, and then they kind of feel like, oh, man. Like, I mean, I feel dear. bad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's the guilt. The, like, guilt, the guilt always works. Maybe, like, two or three one-star reviews and people just taking it off. Yeah. Um, just because we solved the problem, say, so, "Hey, man, it was our fault. Like, we're so sorry. Like, sure. that was a really long delivery." Yeah. Um, and then we'll call them. We'll call, "Hey, man, like we fucked up. I'm so sorry. We'll refund you your order and then give you that yeah. um, just to try us again to see what we're really about." And then they'll try. It. They're like, "Oh man, you guys." They end up being fans awesome. and they stay. And it's just that going, just that we're playing such a long game. Like our our idea is we're going to be around, like we're a hundred year old startup. So if we give you something now and you don't order for like 10 years, 
hey man, you're ordered in 10 years. So like, we've got you sort yeah. of thing. So <laughs> like, we're not too, we're playing a very, very long game because we're, we're giving like heaps of codes for people to try our sure. pizzas. Yeah. Um, and some like use it once, they don't come back, but man, they come back at some stage. So we're not too, uh, we're not too, we're playing a very, very yeah. long game. And so that's we're why we're not, we're, like, not we're not getting angry or caught we're not up caught up on the vanities of like lying. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. We got, think, we, we got a one star review. Not sure how this company found its way into my news feed, but since it did, I thought I'd provide provide a beautiful handcrafted one star rating. <laughs> <laughs> how kind of you, Luke. We will cherish your star forever and always. Yes. <laughs> what a dick. Come on. Man. Um, Some people are just strange. We might wrap it up there, I reckon, fellas. Uh, no, that's all good. That's all a, good. I had a big night last night, so I need to go home and uh, <laughs> rest it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed this. It was really good. Hopefully, yeah, it was good fun. Hopefully, we. Don't talk mad shit, and there was stuff in there. No, yeah, do it. Do it, do it again like sometime. It. Yeah, yeah. Do it over a few pizzas. Yeah. We'll bring the pizzas. We'll you guys, bring we'll, we'll bring the wine. You bring the pizzas. Yeah. Happy Deal. to. Yeah, <laughs> really, really excited to see how everything goes. If people want to find you, they hey Bianca. Yeah, hey Bianca on hey Bianca on, uh, hey on Instagram. Cool. Um, Just go to our website heybianca.co and then you can find all the links from there. Yeah, because now the website's all been redone. Oh, Just download the app. Bianca, sweet. Get ten dollars off your first pizza. Use the code. Uh, which one? Digital. Digital. Yeah. <laughs> we'll set that up. We okay. will set that up. We will definitely awesome. buy pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use that. Sold a bunch of pizzas on for Friday. Yeah. Awesome. Sorted. Easy. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thank so much. you. See ya.